Good morning, City Church. Welcome back to City Church Together. Um, I hope everyone is feeling okay today. I just want to share with you um, a brief thought and meditation for for today, um, wherever you are in your day. But if you're getting your day going today, um, I, I hope that you're starting in the Word and prayer, which is uh, what I want to lead you in today. Um, I want to first familiarize with you with something called the Macbeth effect. Um, so if you're familiar with Shakespeare's play, uh, Macbeth, you'll know that um, Lady Macbeth works with her husband uh, to kill the king of Denmark. And in doing so, um, she starts sort of this obsessive nature um, with cleanliness. Um, she begins by saying things like, a little water will clear us of this deed. And then later there is the famous scene where she is, uh, she famously says, out, damn spot, out, I say. Um, where she is, um, the, the spiritual nature of what she has done or the, or the uh, moral nature of what she has done is sort of making itself known in a physical context as he wants to get clean and clean and clean. Um, of course, in this time, we are very aware of our cleanliness. I have never sanitized my hands so much. I have never said, wash your hands, wash your hands as much to my kids as I do now. Uh, many of you know that I'm a proponent of, hey, this isn't really that dirty. Just go ahead and eat that off the floor, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so germs, I am far from a germaphobe, and it is pretty strange to me in this time to be saying, clean your hands, wash your hands. Um, one of my sons the other day had the chore of walking around the house and sanitizing all of the doorknobs and handles. Um, so I, I wanted to bring up this Macbeth effect to you because it is something that we see in the scriptures. Um, take a look if you have your Bible um, in James chapter four. Uh, it says the following James chapter four, starting in verse six. But he gives greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be miserable and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. There you... Uh, you may recognize or remember a song, uh, that an old praise song that goes like this. Give us clean hands. Give us pure hearts. I've, I've been singing that lately. Give us clean hands. Give us pure ale. Because of all of the sanitizing that we're doing. And that indeed comes from James chapter 4. Notice that in this passage, there is this talk of asking God to humble you. And God gives grace to the humble. And then there are these strange commands to change your laughter uh, into um, change your laughter into mourning, uh, your joy into weeping, uh, or your joy to gloom, which is very strange, right? Because we, we typically think, no, we need to brighten ourselves up. We need to become happy. But here is this command that the way to humility is through sobriety or a sort of sobering of the spirit. Um, no doubt you have noticed that in your life in some way. I mean, we are 
every day thinking about death. And ladies and gentlemen, we are just in the first of this. We have a long way to go in which many of us will see folks get sick this week from the coronavirus that we know. Um, Next month, we may be seeing people that we know die from the coronavirus. So while on the front end, this whole thing seems uh, it's right now, it seems inconvenient But it is on our way to humbling us in a way that we may have never seen in our lifetimes. And so what is the command here? It is to cleanse our hands, to cleanse our hands. And that is linked to purifying our hearts. So some of the outer cleaning that we're doing, hopefully, is a part of the spirit working in us to also humble us and purify our hearts, to show us that we are, not in, we are not immune to everything just because of the amount of money we have or because of the geographic location that we have. We, are, we cannot control the things that we think we can control. You know, at City Church, we have been praying for spirit-filled revival for some time now, and I can't help but look at what's happening in our world that is now um, you know, transmitted all the way to our local community and wonder how God is going to bring his spirit into this moment to bring revival. And I think it is going to come from joy turning to mourning. I think it is going to come from our laughter turning to gloom, not in a constant state of of sadness, but in a way that we are very, very aware of our need for cleansing. You know, there was, um, I'm reading a book now called The Righteous Mind. And in this book, he just, the, the author, he's not a Christian, um, cite several um, experiments that were done recently in this connection between outward cleaning and inward sort of morality. And it is, it is interesting, um, this is one of the conclusions that he came to. He said, there's a two-way street between our bodies and our minds, our righteousness, as he calls it. Immorality makes us feel physically dirty. You ever hear of or participate in like wanting you want to get a shower even after you've done something that's not bodily because you feel dirty from it and cleansing ourselves also can sometimes make us more concerned about guarding our moral purity. In fact, people who stood um, who were given questions standing next to um, a hand sanitizer became temporarily more conservative morally than they typically were. There is something that is happening in the physical right now that is going to affect our spiritual. And I'm not just saying that because we're washing our hands more that we're going to be watching our morality more or suddenly become more moral people. The aim isn't to become simply a more moral people. The aim is to submit ourselves to God. The aim is to resist the devil and he will flee from us. And so I'm going to, I want to lead you in a prayer right now that as this Um, coronavirus possibly gets worse, that we will submit ourselves more deeply to God. We will become more aware of our need for his cleansing in our life. And yes, that is first a step of mourning, but that mourning turns to joy as we see the forgiveness that we have in Christ. So City Church, let's just be silent for a moment together, and then I will lead us in a prayer.
Heavenly Father, it is not easy to ask for joy to turn to mourning, for laughter to turn to gloom. It seems like we would be better off if we stayed bright and happy all the time. And yet you have us in a moment. You have us in a moment where we are obsessively cleaning, washing our hands. And I, Father, I pray that your spirit will make us more aware of our need for you to wash us. The washing of regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, please bring awakening in our city and in our world to your presence in such a way that we repent and we trust in your goodness and your plan and your faithfulness. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. City Church, I pray that you will continue this prayer throughout the day as you also meditate on James chapter 4. City Church, love you. I am praying with you and for you today. So go and multiply the gospel.